Sadek. And I'm Christian. And this is episode 68 of Shades of Brown. Uh, and this week, we're going to start off with some, some gaming news. Uh, Important distinction. Is this gaming with G-A-M-I-N-I-G or hashtag G-A-M-E? ing it's it's the former uh it definitely oh, okay. is it's it's not it's not it's not the cool gaming uh so uh story is uh fortnite for android uh which is not out yet but it's, it's obviously being planned uh fortnite for android will ditch google play store for epic's website uh so the story the big story here is that uh Epic is not going to be putting the game on the Google Play Store. They're going to tell people to download it, download an APK, I guess, from, from directly from Epic's website, uh, and then you know install that APK. Uh, and, and the reason they gave was that they don't want to give Google that thirty percent cut because uh, because that's a significant cut for a game the size of Fortnite, and and they say, they say that that thirty percent is not worth the the value that they would get out of out of Google Play services, which is not unfair because like Epic already has like a a distribution mechanism, right? It's it's not like it's not like they need need Google to distribute anything. Like they have their CDNs, they have they have the servers, they have everything already set up, so they don't. So the value from Google is, is basically non-existent, really, uh, and they also like they want to have like a direct relationship with customers on all platforms, uh, which which is I, I don't know if that's like a real reason, but like you know, okay, that's the other reason that they gave. Uh, so Christian, what do you think about this? Okay, so I, there's there's a couple angles to this of like of of this sort of whole whole issue it's not i guess it's not really an issue this whole story because we have at the very least we have the idea that maybe not there shouldn't be only one app store for android right and i know while there's like the free app stores right the open source ones fdroid is one of them i think there's another one as well and uh, and when you go to like xiaomi and other phones in china they obviously don't come with google play so they have their own app store amazon also has their own. oh right yes the amazon app store so from that perspective it makes sense as to why they want to do their own separate thing because it's android you don't really need one app store and at least on iOS, you can like argue that it makes devices more secure. But on Android, the Play Store is a continuous vector for malware all, all the time. <laughs> and there's, so there's that, right? So I've heard that argument, people being like, well, there should be only one app store because it makes things simpler. And it's like, I mean, Windows has been around long enough that the idea of a centralized app store doesn't make much sense. And Apple is the only one who's actually been able to pull it off. Like, even if you go to, like, Linux distros now, they're all moving away from the ideas of, like, a central repo, right? Because you have Snap and Flatpaks for installing apps. So I, I think that centralized repositories for software aren't always a requirement for a platform. And so that there's that. And then secondly, it's... I from from like using Android as a whole, it's interesting now that a whole bunch of kids who play Fortnite are now going to know what the install like use unknown sources permission yeah, that's means. That's actually a concern. Like that that bit is actually a bit of uh, people have pointed out that uh, the, the, because of the amount of kids playing this game, uh, they're gonna be like fooled into like downloading like a like a mal the piece of malware like that's gonna tell them to turn off uh, like turn off the protection that you know. Uh, disabled unknown sources well so so just to be clear though um newer version of android that's on by a per app basis so say for example you had chrome and firefox installed if you install an apk from chrome and install it right onto your app onto your system only chrome has the ability to launch the app installer from unknown sources Oh, okay. So, so that's, okay. yeah, older devices, you still, it's still a universal switch, but now on newer devices, it's switched to a per app switch. Actually, that, that's, that actually would make it like a, like a better solution. Like, um, maybe, but it's still like the primary browser, right? So now it's up, it's on to the, to the browser vendor to sort of make sure malware doesn't get to users' ways. But at, at the real issue is just that, and this is a symptom, right? Of Android just being insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, like I'm, I'm not even like, like I'm not really taking a side here because I don't use Android. It doesn't, like I don't, I don't play Fortnite on mobile. It doesn't bother me either way. But uh, 
like uh, such a big publisher making this move, right? Is uh, is is it's gonna set like a precedent, right? It's gonna be like, oh yeah, Battle.net for Android, or maybe the Activision Blizzard launcher, where you can now install all of your games. I wouldn't be surprised if now that uh, Epic did it, Valve might try and swoop in and make Steam for mobile an actual thing. Because I mean, we we now know Valve doesn't care about quality, so like, why not get the free to play games into Steam? With all the in-app purchases and all that fun stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like now, now that Epic is is like making like a, the big step, here, like relatively big step here. Like other companies are going to be like, all right, we we don't want to give Google the thirty percent cut either. So uh, why not? Like especially big publishers which already have their own distribution mechanisms, right? Like big, like EA or Valve or uh, Activision Blizzard or like i don't know like other big publishers i actually so actual prediction <laughs> yeah i think microsoft is going to be the next one to try this if epic is successful because think about minecraft minecraft now has its own store right where you can buy skins and the such and also it could be easier so like there's two angles to it right if you have an apk that is not distributed by the google play store you're not subject to the play store's policies so say for like modding and stuff since microsoft has been saying or mojang has been saying for the longest they've been looking at modding for the mobile version of minecraft so maybe bringing that kind of stuff and at the very least getting rid of google's cut by having their own installer for minecraft that circumvents the play store if if fortnite does it i'm pretty sure microsoft's gonna do it because the precedence is there yeah like uh this this also another thing also is that for the like, for fortnite will like, like this fortnite and the release won't be released in china but they're planning on releasing on china and, uh, uh so that's also probably another reason that they decided to like you know abandon the play store because the play store is not really relevant in china right yep uh so also what one more thing will fortnite for android work if you played it on the ps4 no i'm guessing it's <laughs> probably gonna be the same no the ios version works this is more of a shit post oh. uh, this is more of a joke because yeah you can you can play the iphone version if you play it on a ps4 you just can't play it on a switch mm-hmm. or an xbox it looks like because fuck you sony yeah yeah that's that's that uh, next up, we have like two stories just to make fun of Google, I guess. I mean, we do this every week. So, uh, supporting display cutouts on edge to edge screens, aka, uh, having multiple notches. So, I, so for some reason, Google felt compelled to say that you could only have two notches on an Android device. <laughs> but, why? But, like, <laughs> who wanted more than two notches? Who wanted two notches in the first place? Why would we have two notches? And more importantly, who was thinking about putting a side notch that Google had to explicitly say you can't use side notch? <sighs> like, there is a whole line of thinking here that got us to this blog post. And any Googlers, please leak this out. <laughs> I know Googlers have been high on leaking things recently, and I, I appreciate it. And I support that. But the, the internal Google... um Oh... What chat app do you think Google uses internally for communications? Hangout for Teams, uh, Hangouts, Allo, Duo. They probably um, have their own thing internally. They probably have. Like, no, no, no. They, they use their own products. Oh, okay. Like the internal messaging board is just Google Plus. Oh, okay. Like uh, Jake showed me a lot of uh, internal screen captures that I actually don't know how Jake acquired. Please let me know, Jake. Uh, <laughs> of, of internal Google Plus things, it just looks like a regular website. I think website. those internal Google Plus things were in a lawsuit. Uh, that's why. Oh, they, right. That's they, how they yeah. got out. Yeah, but it's the same UI. It's same. It's but it's that's their internal message okay, board. That maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, there's probably like ten nerds who have their own IRC server running. That's like on it on a need no basis. <laughs> but uh, besides that, though, like I just so I'm sorry, Android nerds. You can only have two notches. Um, I apologize <laughs> about that. You can't. You know, side notches aren't going to happen. I'm I'm very sorry. Um, you know if. <laughs> If you need if you need more than three notches, um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's, uh, make your own OS, I guess. I I don't know. Make a tablet and throw Ubuntu on there. I'm pretty sure Canonical they could. They'll take any attention right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. The story is ridiculous. Yeah. I just wanted to talk yeah, shit about it because this... it's. I don't understand it. <laughs> At least they're setting some standards here because I don't know. We don't want it to get ridiculous. But we don't want to get ridiculous. But would Samsung ever put four notches on the phone? And don't tell me yes, they would, because I feel like <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. What screen tech requires four notches? 
I mean, do you really want to? It's I mean, your phone's gonna look like a fucking they puzzle a, piece. They, Samsung put an entire <laughs> button on their fucking phone for for their shitty voice assistant. That makes sense from a business perspective. In, the radio, like, I mean, in a shitty does. capitalist sense, it does. But who who is thinking to themselves, wow, we can really get a good ROI if we put more than three notches? <laughs> like, what the fuck? No. No one no one is wanting to add more notches. They'll only add more notches if Apple does. And if Apple does, Google will change the rules anyways because Google follows them. <sighs> uh, please don't at me about that take. Oh, God. Okay, moving on to the next story. We have, we have like a new google appliance i guess it's, a, it's the first google appliance hold on a minute hold on i need to actually check real quick is this available in canada i i don't know if it's available so let me just while, while you're describing it while you're describing it i will i will look this up and see uh so the lenovo smart display it's running something called google things or is, is, is that what it's called yeah go yeah. android things android things um uh, which is actually uh, like a new OS, right? It's 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 lightly based on Android, but like it's like an entirely new OS that's like all controlled by Google, right? Uh, so there's like two formats, two two size sizes, right? Like it can like it's basically an Amazon Echo Show, but the Google Assistant. Yeah, so it's like it has like a, it has a screen, right? It has a, it has a display with uh, with some very nice looking hardware. I mean, it's it's not it's not bad. Uh, it can it can like format recipes. Like if you tell it to like show you a recipe, it can like format it in a specific, like a very nice like with very nice fonts and design. And you know, like you can like tell it to pause. Uh, also, it has timers that stay on the screen, uh, which is <laughs> a big deal because apparently the the Amazon stuff like the the timer doesn't stay right. It's like it like goes away. Uh, although I don't, I don't think it's actually available in Canada. Like I would be surprised if it was available in Canada. Nothing on Google's website says it is or isn't available in Canada. So I'm going to say it's not available it's not, in Canada. It's probably not. Yeah. But the the thing about these devices and the Amazon Echo Show, at the very, I can understand. So, right, I own a HomePod. I I also like I I've in this ecosystem and ill. I hate myself for saying that. <laughs> But I, the appeal of a, at least from like music and setting timers and stuff makes sense. Like the when you get one for playing music, you're buying a speaker that can do this. But for all the other stuff, I don't know why you need a screen for it. Now I can understand it could be beneficial if you're cooking and you want something to look at a recipe for, or if you want the timer. But these go from like two hundred and fifty to like three hundred dollars. Like these aren't cheap. You could you can buy a cheap tablet for this you could do you could do so much better and something that's so much more capable it's it's like a vanity device right really it really is like it really is like sort of like a like it's it does solve the purposes some purposes but it's like who has these problems that they need to spend three hundred dollars on a device for them this this is this is where people who have like every google product they're like all in like so this this product is great if you like use Assistant and like you use Google Photos and you use like uh, YouTube, YouTube whatever 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 the service is called YouTube Premium YouTube YouTube Music um, and YouTube Premium are the both of them yeah yeah so if you have that it, it can like show you live TV and stuff and like it, it so if you're all into Google's ecosystem this is great because because it is it's just gonna it's just gonna work like with all the services that you use so. But if you don't, it's like, why Why would you get this? Oh, I know. I know what it is. So, you know how there's, like, that bullshit art that's extremely expensive? Isn't, like, actually good art or, like, any sort of, like, art with substance? It's just, like, fast and made by someone who has a fancy name and lives in New York. So, you think to yourself that, ooh, that's fancy, right? <laughs> it's a statement piece. This is a statement piece. I mean, it's a statement piece that you're a Google, you're a Google fanboy with a lot of money, I guess? And- no, 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 no. It is a statement piece that you have you that you are not on our side with the when the revolution comes right oh my god oh god i mean as jokes aside it's it really is it's a statement piece of wealth and 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 i just i don't get it as someone who doesn't feel the urge to spend 300 bucks on random smart displays and i guess there's a I mean, there's some kind of vector uh, like, for it, but like, I can't it's... judge too much. Like, like I buy shit that's like ridiculous, and like, like spend like three hundred dollars on like switches. And 
networking gear. Those have served purposes that like, those are infrastructure, right? This is not infrastructure for your home. Like if someone buys an expensive chair, like, okay, they're nice. Maybe you could get a just as good chair for cheaper, but usually expensive chairs ha- are handmade, have really nice woodworking on them. There's some like skill and craft that went to this. This is just a bunch of off the shelf parts thrown together with like an OLED screen. Like there, it's not. It's there's not as much value. These are probably going to stop receiving updates within a year, and eventually those will be end of life. Then you'll have a really nice paperweight that's going to have a screen that says "cannot connect to the internet" or something like that, because this won't be compatible with the like Wi-Fi standards in ten years. <sighs> so it's it's just this is the I I sometimes think to myself that computers as an appliance are a good thing, but you know what, Linux nerds. You win this round because I think this appliance is ridiculous. And if someone came to me and was like, oh, I made a display. It just shows like timers and stuff, but I have a Raspberry Pi and like some, I don't know, like some LCD screen you get off like Alibaba. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. While it's an appliance, like you can like hack that to show like fun things. This, you can, you have to play with Google's rules. You have to like apply to be in Google's assistant app program, right? You you can only do limited things. Yep, it's, it's very limited. Yeah. If it was hackable, at the very least, I could be like, oh, there's some value in that. If you just like want to, you know, mess around and have some continuous loop of Waluigi dancing on it, like you know, like that's there's value in that. But this thing doesn't even ship of a web browser. Nope. It's it's uh, like it's like and like Android things is like extremely locked in, right? It's like everything on there is like has to be like approved by Google, and it has to be like integrated directly there's no like app store right can't install anything on it uh so yeah i mean it's like this will play despacito and that's about it (laughs) yeah like i don't understand that meme by the way like sorry sorry i'm going on this tangent but you know there's like there's like this meme on twitter about despacito's playing on alexa's and i don't get it i don't like it's it's all over reddit now and i don't understand it either so (sighs) moving on uh, <laughs> we have uh, Apple story, uh, but it's it's not a MacBook story. It's not it's not an iPhone story. It's, oh, update update on my keyboard. It's not sticky yet. Just wanted to put that out there in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> we gotta like do have like a weekly segment for your keyboard, I guess. Uh, uh, so Apple uh, shuts down App Store affiliate program, um, and now for people who don't know what the affiliate program is, uh, which. Which I, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't, because it's not like the most most out there thing. But it's like uh, it's it's for the app stores, so iOS and Mac OS app stores. If you are an affiliate, you can have these special links that when people click on your affiliate link and they buy the app, you get you get like a percentage, right? Uh, you get a percentage of that's how affiliate stuff works. Uh, it's like um in blogs when they have like a lot of Amazon links, most of the time there'll be like a uh, question mark and then like code equal or like affiliate something equal the uh, some code in the URL. And that's just so that they get a kickback when you buy the device. It's the same thing for um for apps with Apple's program until they ended it. And a lot of blogs actually ran off of that. Like I think it's iTouch Arcade was one uh, app store gaming website. A lot of their volume was pushed by that. And it's, while I think that um, relying on affiliate links alone is not a great way to make money, and you should probably, like, this is why, like, advertising isn't always the best, and maybe sometimes going with a Patreon or some kind of other paid uh, su- supported model, like, directly by readers is better. Yeah, it's, it's, it really shouldn't be, like, your only business model, right? Only source of income, right? Because it's extremely dependent on, uh, like, a company's, like, goodwill and, like, willingness to keep running the program, right? And Apple just just doesn't want it anymore. Like Apple doesn't care. Uh, and also, it's it's going to be cut off effective October the first. Uh, and I I I don't think people people like the general sentiment in the Apple blogosphere uh, is that this is like sort of like an unnecessary and unnecessarily cruel move. Like it's like I like why would they do it? Like, why is there, like, a reason why would they suddenly, at this point, cut off affiliate? Uh, this, I, I, like, I don't understand the motivation. Uh, uh, it's like, and to put this in context, right? Like, we don't talk about earnings on this show, but Apple is now worth, like, a trillion dollars. Like, there's there's literally, A, no reason for any person or company or entity to ever hold that much wealth. Um, just 
outrate. That's a ridiculous amount of wealth for anyone to hold. But they can afford it. They can afford anything. They can literally pay to upgrade everyone's MacBook keyboard to a good one that works for free. And they wouldn't lose any money. I mean, they lose money on not on not any sales, right? But it's not like they'd go under. So it's just I when I think about Apple now, I think of it in terms of they have the resources to do anything and they do nothing most of the time. Yeah, it's just hard. It feels like they're just hard. Yeah. It reminds me of Walmart. Even though Apple goes for the premium, it's like that same sort of mentality of gouging out people, but in different ways. So yeah, like this is uh, very, there, there are definitely sites that are like going to be affected by this for sure. And some people don't really like affiliates because it, it like it like creates this whole like sort of scam, like shady industry of like uh, these like blogs that just like have these lists of apps with affiliate links, right? Like to gain, they get that. But there are also like legit, like legit blogs that actually have you know like decent content and like you know like not not just clickbait, right? Uh, who are dependent, uh, and they're, they're just going to be like, well, they can't do it. Like they can't make money. Their money's gone. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like this, this I don't know if it's, this is bad or good. Like it's bad for the people who are making money off it. But I don't know if it's like like unnecessarily cruel like i i like I, I i think it's bad just because there's no good reason for apple to stop running yeah, this program that's that's the thing that's confusing me like why now why at this point uh like, why is this like a thing uh i think it's just like some bean counter was like hey if we cut if we cut off the affiliate program we're just gonna like save i don't know like some minuscule amount of money for them i guess like i i don't even know. johnny probably wanted to update is or get some new some new spinners ah, on his car or something like that and hell. he was like how how can we finance this how can we finance this aluminium chrome spinner for my ferrari he, no he probably doesn't have a ferrari johnny i probably drives like some bougie ass car that needs to be like you think he drives a tesla no, I do not think he drives a Tesla. I think Johnny I have times drives some sort of sports car only made in Europe that needs to be serviced every 20 miles. So a Ferrari then? No, no, Ferraris are too passe. That's what rappers drive Ferraris and Lambos. Mm-hmm. Um uh, programmers my, drive a Porsche. Like, Maybe a Porsche. Probably a Porsche. Yeah. Porsche or an Audi. Yeah. One of those cars. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about cars. Yeah, like, I they, know this is not a car's broadcast. I don't I don't don't, I don't know anything about cars either. So you're not going to launch a new segment called Static on Cars? <laughs> no. No? No. no, no. I, I really don't. know. The only cars I know about is Hot Wheels and Forza. That's about <laughs> it. Um, so since we have apparently don't know what we're doing right now, let's go to the, let's go some chat app discourse. You, you down for that? Yeah, let's, let's. Yes, let's let's do it. Uh, let's let's do it. Uh, okay, so we have this one story, which basically is you are now using Slack at your job by forced acquisition. <laughs> I mean. Uh, we will be eventually. Uh, um, so the story is Slack buys HipChat with plans to shut it down and migrate users to its chat service. So, uh, so Atlassian sold the the HipChat IP, like the HipChat service, to Slack, right? And it, as part of the deal is that HipChat users are going to have to be migrated to Slack by the by February 2019, I think is the date by which uh, the cutoff date, right? By which uh, they're going to shut down HipChat services. So it doesn't matter if you're like a HipChat cloud user or you self-host HipChat. The HipChat product is going to be like discontinued, right? So if even if you're like a self-hosted uh, HipChat user, you probably don't. You probably want to get off that because it's going to be unsupported and unmaintained. Uh, so th- I mean. <sighs> What's what's the mood at your job? Does anyone care? Does it is it breaking integrations that you might have for like custom ones? We do have uh, we do have like some stuff that integrates like with the HipChat API, right? Like we have some stuff that uses the HipChat API to like in custom channels and like to announce stuff, right? The and like bots and stuff, right? So those have to be like you know retooled to use Slack, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're pl- like planning a migration like at some point. Like it's, it's, it has to happen. There's, there's, there's a time limit on it. You can't just sit on it uh, because we're also like using like HipChat in the cloud. So that like that is even more like urgent because like this. But like fe- come February, you're gonna be you're gonna be out of luck. Uh, so you have to move now. But when 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 you have the time to like reintegrate 
your your services like your bots and your API stuff. Uh, but also, it's actually kind of a good thing because Slack is, as far as I can tell, the much better product at this point. Uh, HipChat is uh, stagnated, and, at, at last, and as I heard, Atlassian has wanted to get rid of HipChat for a while now. Like this, this is like this is like a, this is the thing that they wanted to do for a while. Uh, so, so how about moving to Discord? Has anyone considered that at your job? No, I'm sorry. No, that was no, that was a no, terrible that's, joke. That's, mm, mm, what if Discord bought Slack and forcefully migrated everyone over to Discord? I, I, I don't even. Okay, so that's never one thing. One thing first, that's never happening because Discord is not profitable. A. If Discord is like a, essentially like a big data collector, which is going to sell itself to a big tech company in a few few in a, couple, in a year or so. Uh, my my shot's Microsoft. I I truthfully yeah. believe Microsoft is going to buy Discord. They already own Electron. <laughs> they already own GitHub, right? They already mm-hmm. own. So Microsoft has LinkedIn. They have GitHub. Um, Microsoft probably will buy Mastodon soon enough. I think that's oh. going to happen. That's another hot take. I think the service Master, of Mastodon so will be purchased. Gargon is going to go work for Microsoft? I mean, <laughs> not sold out for a billion dollars. I'm pretty sure he'll sell out for a billion, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, I, I'm joking mostly about some of these stories because they're just ridiculous. And chat up discord is chat up discord this yes chat up discord my new discord specifically about chat apps um but it's i i think that this is this is a good move hip chat was terrible i've only used it once in my life and it was a bad time it's it's not good i have to use it every day it's not great it's slack is pretty all right it's you know it's still electron and blah 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 about electron but in terms of a modern chat experience and trust me i people listening some of you might not work in enterprise places um slack is so much better than anything you get in enterprise i use some discontinued cisco product at my job and no <laughs> like you, i i assure you 10,000 times that hipchat was kind of trash but at least serviceable and slack is ten, 20 times better than anything else um uh, like these corporate environments are using which is why i'm always i'm hopeful about teams being a part of office 365 and being on by default because all of my jobs moving to office 365 soon from like uh i think i've talked about it before right and i'm just excited that i will not have access to teams mm-hmm. um if it turns it off i'm going to be very upset yeah <laughs> But at the very least, in theory, I could start using Teams for stuff at work and convince people in my department to move over to Teams, um, which would probably be terrible because enterprise users are they no one likes change, and I understand why. But uh, anything, anything is better than this this outdated stuff we're using at my job. And I am happy that you're using Slack now because I mean, um, yeah, not yet, but soon. But soon, uh, it's still it's it's better. It, it it is better, even though it's electronic. Blah 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 blah. And the nice thing about using it for work is that um you probably shouldn't be having your work chat open when you're not clocked in, anyways. So you can just force quit a Slack desktop app when you're not working, or keep it in Firefox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Well, why? Well, I I don't I, like I don't keep it open. Why would I keep it open? Uh, it's noisy. Uh, so yeah, like I'm I'm not too bothered by this. Like like Atlassian is fine, but like they don't want to like. Atlassian is one of those companies that I don't exactly remember what they do, but all I know that it's kind of shitty. I mean, I don't know if they're shitty. Like the products are actually all right. Like the, the I like the, the Atlassian has other products like uh, Bitbucket, right? Uh, and Jira, the project management tool. Uh, also, what else? What else do they have? But like they all exist, right? Like that's it. When I think about Lassian products, I'm like, oh yeah, they're still in business. Like I don't really know any projects that use it. Do you, are they more geared towards like corporate environments, enterprise environments? That that maybe that's why. Yeah, they're, they're definitely. Yeah, they're definitely oriented more towards businesses and like uh, like corporations, right? They definitely like the especially like the Jira stuff, like Atlassian's Bitbucket program stuff. It's it's all Jira is a build system, right? Uh Jira is many things. I think it's Jira is like a whole Java thing, right? It's like uh it's an issue and project tracking software, right? Uh 
So it's like a software development thing. So you have like project tracking and like a big software team and stuff that use that, right? Yeah. Uh, they also have stuff like Confluence and Trello. Uh, if you if you Trello's Atlassian makes Trello. Oh, I didn't know that one. I, okay. I think I think they bought Trello at some point. I don't think they always had it, but I think Trello. Yeah, Trello is is now Trello is a Atlassian product. Uh, and status page, uh, that's not really like uh, status page. Is like you know like all, all these like big companies have like status dot company dot hub right. That's like a thing that they do as well. Uh, so yeah, like Bitbucket is it's cool. It's fine. Like if you don't want to use GitHub, Bitbucket is actually pretty all right. Uh, so that's 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 that story. Uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast with two gaming uh, topics, I guess. Uh, first one. So, firstly, firstly, beforehand, I'm sorry to interrupt the the podcast, but um, so I was last night I was browsing OkCupid while drinking, and <sighs> I apparently like someone who has a goat in their background picture, and they liked me back, and I just wanted to let everyone know that they had a what. A goat in their profile picture. It was oh. a selfie of them next to a goat. Oh. And normally I don't interrupt the podcast for these things, but I felt like they need to be shared because goats are good animals. Oh God. Okay. Uh, that's... Um, okay. I'm sorry. Let's go back to this. Um, so now, <laughs> yes. Uh, the, so we talk a lot about how game streaming is like an interesting concept in terms of, so there's, let me clarify what I mean by that. There's game streaming as in you are literally streaming games over a network and all you're doing is just remotely sending commands, right? And what you see on your screen is a video feed. Yes. Yeah. There is game streaming in terms of like that sort of muffled way of describing it, right? Where like Games Pass, right? Sometimes is described as a game streaming service, even though what you're really doing is just downloading games on demand. Same it's thing like with a EA rental. Access. It's like a rental. Yeah. yeah. It's more like a red box sort of thing. Yeah. And Microsoft is going to be making an Xbox, or rumored to very least, be making it, uh, an Xbox as a thin client. And this is a story that's been around for years, but apparently it's been, it's really starting to to rev up inside the company. Mm-hmm. And mind you, Sony had that once upon a time with the, uh, is it PlayStation? No, PlayStation View is, is their TV now? service. No, no. PlayStation Now, yes. Yeah. PlayStation Now, because remember, they had the PS TV. It was like a Vita, right? But it plugged into a TV. And the idea with that is that it could also play PS out, PSN Now games or PS now games, PlayStation now, whatever they call it. And that never really kicked off. I don't think those ever really sold. I don't even think you could buy them in most countries. I think the States, Japan, maybe Canada and some parts of Europe had it, but it wasn't, it wasn't that huge of a product. I think, I think it's like the Vita where you can still get one if you really want to, but why would you? <laughs> don't, don't get the Vita unless you have like some specific games you want to play. If you, no, okay. If you want like the four really good horny Japanese games on the Vita, go by all means, go ahead and get one because <laughs> it's those games I've heard are really great. But outside of that, right? Like the Vita. Mm. And I think it's interesting because. The problem with Sony's is always that Sony's from all the reports I read in the videos I saw of it is that you needed really good latency in order for it to be good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know NVIDIA has one that they're working on now. GameStream. I think they call it GameStream. GameStream? Yeah. I think it's, GameStream. it's called GameStream. That one is, isn't as strict on it. Like you're still, you're always going to have a better time if you're using Ethernet for this, just because, uh, because while, while they've been able to maybe, work on adaptively changing the the, ban- the bit rate so that bandwidth and latency concerns aren't as much of an issue. It's always over Wi-Fi, right? That packet loss and packet drops will always make things skip. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, you definitely want to be on Ethernet. Uh, uh, and you definitely as ha- want to have as low of a latency to the remote server as possible, right? So if, if, you, if you're on like, a connection that doesn't have very good latency to these servers, you're gonna you, you're not gonna have a very good time, right? It's it's, it's gonna be a suboptimal experience, right? It's gonna really depend on how good your connection is, uh, not just bit rate, but also latency. Uh, so the the interesting here about Microsoft's one is that it's going to uh, have some computing power. It's not going to be a hundred percent of a thin client. It can compute locally, task for controller input, image processing, and collision detection. Since it has that processing ability where some of it's shared between the server and a little bit of it will be shared on the client, that means that you need less less bandwidth and less latency since you're not 100% 
dependent rate on the server from pulling the whole game. Yeah, you have some service, uh, sorry, client side stuff that is like being processed, obviously, on the client. So you, you don't, you have some stuff being processed on the client, then probably sent back to the server, right? Uh, I mean, this this is interesting, but like at the same time, I'm just like extremely wary of any such service because like it already like it reduces the amount of like quote unquote ownership you have right over games right uh that's that's another topic entirely but i feel like that's one thing like it reduces like we essentially don't own anything except the hardware uh but i mean do you own the games right now so do you uh, on the switch you have a few physical carts you could there you could take it offline and own them if you have a ps4 if you have an xbox none of those games play off of the disc right they all have to be installed to the console before they're played and then there's some kind of authorization that goes through with it and so while you while while the disc is still the license right for it it still has to be verified before the game runs right which is like a little weird and on pcs on the pc side you don't own any of your games if they're installed to your hard drive the only time you own a game is if you bought it through gog or itch you're right you are right yes the 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 concept of game ownership has definitely eroded, right? Uh, like by a significant amount. But this, I think, is like how do I put it? It's like like uh, yeah, like uh, right now we don't own our games, but at least we're not at the behest of like my connection being like up at all times while I'm playing a single player game. Like imagine this: like if if you if you buy a single player game through such a service, right? Now you want to you want to like play a single player game while maybe your connection's down. What do you do? This is so this is a serious question though. How many people a play single player games solely for, solely for the single player aspects which as far as a lot of people, that's not that, like that's not like an insignificant amount of. I wasn't finished with my sentence. I had more to say to this. I know. <laughs> Obviously, yes, people play single player games, but how many of them play it without a network connection? Right? Like, how often is it that people are playing games offline if they aren't like Pokemon or some kind of offline game? And now I understand that some people do that, but then the Xbox One S right is always two hundred dollars. Like this device is going to have to cost less than two hundred dollars. It's probably a hundred dollars because if it's anywhere near the price of an Xbox One S, what's the point of buying this over it, right? So if this is say, let's like say it's fifty to a hundred dollars, and the only thing required is a, because I imagine Microsoft's probably going to merge Games Pass and game streaming into this because it doesn't make sense to have like a download service and a streaming service for two separate prices. They'll probably be merged into one. So you'd have that. You have that ten dollars subscription, but then you get the whole library of Xbox games, like. Is it that terrible? Especially if you really just want to play offline, you get the two hundred dollar one. Like I, I don't know. I don't think this device is going to be made for it. And I am so sorry. I'm using this word like like actual gamers, right? Like I think this device is going to be used for people who like buy Roku TVs, right? As we're talking about last week, people buy Roku TVs. You buy Chromecast. It's just that you will get this one because it costs the same as a Chromecast, or it costs the same as like an Apple TV, but you get so much better gaming with it. And I think that's how we look at it, right? Not as like a dedicated gaming device, but as like a box that you can watch anime and Netflix on, but also play games if you want to. And if you have a good enough internet connection, they'll look fine and they'll work fine. I don't, because I, I, if you're, if you're always dedicated to like playing the games at their best, you're going to have a PC to begin with. That's never going to change. So it's, the consoles always occupy the middle space, and there's nothing in the low end right now. The low end is a last-gen console or an Xbox One S, because that's the cheapest console you can get right now. And if someone could get this and play Fortnite on it or Minecraft, and that's all they use it for, besides Netflix and anime, do they really need a full games console? Mm, you're right. Uh, like... Mm. Like I know it's it's upsetting to be a new because I a I would do the game streaming service just because I'm a nerd and I think it's like interesting to see how it works, but I I feel like we've lost the fight on ownership years ago. No, yeah, I mean yes, but also like I'm like aware of the technical aspect of the streaming part. Like the internet connections are not people really. I think I think people really like overestimate how good the internet is. Like I'm not like, not as like a concept, but like. Has like a technical infrastructure piece. 
uh, like the internet is, is is best effort, by the way. It's not. It's just like no guarantees, right? Your packets will be dropped. Your packets will be lost. Your packets will be congested. Your packets will be, I don't know, like you'll be on Wi-Fi and your ISP is going to have a bad day and you're going to have a shitty time. Uh, that's 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 just like, yeah. I'm just not like looking forward to it from a, like a networking perspective. Like it's... it's, it's hmm. Well, it's, it's interesting. So even from networking perspective, so as the article says, it's going to have a, enough um, like processing power that they're calling it a slice or splice meaning that the game will be running in two locations at the same time one uh, on the console and on the server and then it'll be bouncing off of other azure servers to sort of stitch it all together all together to have a lower latency experience which is and i that's an interesting idea maybe that's related do you remember how they had that download system the new one that they revamped for faster game starts i think this that might be related to it right that might be like sort of like a, a soft test of like the same core principles behind the technology for this. I'm I'm still skeptical. Uh, I don't know. Does Ed, okay? So this week's question, I guess, uh, or feedback or whatever. Uh, if you use something like PS Now, or if you use something like the Nvidia Game Stream service, hit us up and tell us how your experience is. Like, what is what, like? Do you enjoy the service? Do you do you feel like it? You play more games, or do you like uh, does it work? How does how well does it work? Like, do you have latency issues? Do you have like I don't know, like uh, connection issues with it? Like, what's your experience like if you use one of these services uh, that already exist, uh, like GameStream or PS? So that's that, right? Uh, that's- yeah, that's that, that's our Xbox story for the week. So now we have, um, I think we hinted at it. I think we've been hinting about it, but I'm, I'm going to go walk away for a bit and tell, tell us about Overwatch League. Okay, okay. Uh, the, so the Overwatch League uh, inaugural season ended a couple of weeks ago uh, with with the finals in, in New York City, Barclay Stadium. Uh for in London Spitfire versus the Philadelphia Fusion. Uh, the if you just want the scores, London London Spitfire won three zero, which means that they won the championship. Uh, but the the real funny thing is, uh, DJ Khaled. Okay, DJ Khaled was we the best. We the I best know. music. <laughs> uh, Hold on a minute before we talk about this. Is DJ Khaled problematic? I, I don't think so. Like I, I, I don't. I mean, I know he's used the N word before, and he's not black. So there's that. There's just one strike against him on that. But on a scale of like, let's say, Travis Scott to Kanye West being in the middle to Chris Brown being at the top, where does DJ Khaled sit? I'd say Travis Scott levels. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so the. The pre-show uh, before before the game started, uh, nobody was expecting this, right? Uh, so they had DJ Khaled come on stage at at this event, right? He's on stage. He has this DJ dude on with him, uh, and he's he just performs like he's like, oh yeah, I got I got a concert with Beyonce later, but I, I like I like I, I I was asked to come here, you know. Uh, and he was playing these songs, right? He he would play like a little bit of a song, and then he would stop, like he would, he would tell the DJ to stop and like put his mic out and ask the crowd to uh, say the lyrics. And nobody knew the lyrics to any of his songs, uh, and it was extremely. <laughs> uh, the 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 uh, on on the Twitch stream, everyone was just like. What the fuck is going on? Uh, and he was—he apparently had some new singles that he he wanted to promote, and like nobody, like he was like, "Oh yeah, it's like it's like top ten on iTunes or whatever." Uh, and he also like made—he's calling the CEO of iTunes to get more servers, right? Yes, he made that. He he made that joke. He made that joke. Uh, he knows about it, obviously. And it was just like the weirdest and the most funniest thing because it was like. Everybody's like, this is horrible, but also I'm laughing my ass off at the same time. 
uh, like, <laughs> and I feel like DJ Khaled is like not the right performer. Uh, DJ Khaled is not a good performer, first of all. Like, he's not, I don't think DJ Khaled is a performer, good performer, but he's a hype man, right? He's not, him, he by himself is not, is not good. Like, it's, it's just doesn't work. Uh, I've heard from other people who have been to places where DJ Khaled has performed. And they've been like, yeah, it's he's always like this. It's always awkward. Uh, and he's basically like a hype man. You know, DJ Khaled is trying his best. But um, I just remembered this one clip on The Breakfast Club about him. So I'm going to stop the joke there. Because so uh, here's here's where Shades Brown gets horny, I guess. So DJ Khaled is problematic. Because I remember one time he was on The Breakfast Club. Which, A, fuck The Breakfast Club. Fuck you, Charlemagne. Um it's that needs to be said and dj Coward was all like yeah i don't go down on my wife but she goes down on me because that's how it's supposed to be oh which is uh you you know this is about computers and culture but don't 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 say that Coward. don't do that you played yourself dj Coward. yeah so that that was the performance before the fucking <laughs> um, and everybody okay so the, the games themselves like everybody was like this this went by really fast like they were expecting two sets of two ma- two matches like two like two best of fives so best of threes right uh and Philadelphia Fusion just got fucking rolled like they lost 3-0 not even a single win and like, like like it's just like it was just like a like philadelphia wasn't even like by the end of it, it was just like holy shit this is just like not even a fight like it's just like what is what is even going on philadelphia fusion just like just just got dumpstered uh and like london Phil- london spitfire player uh bedosin uh was like at an interview uh like shit talking uh the Philadelphia Fusion about how they wanted to play against a better team. Like next year hopefully we'll be playing against a better team. Uh so yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Uh Overwatch League. I started watching Overwatch League uh I think when stage four uh stage three ended and uh st- like stage three finals is when I started watching it and it's good shit. I'm looking forward to the All Stars game next month and Overwatch World Cup in November uh, and Overwatch League next year. So that's, that's going to be good. Uh, Christian, do you have anything to say before we wrap up? Oh, sorry. I was looking at the uh, OKCupid profile oh, of, the, okay. of the boy who had the goat. Um, but I was, I am excited for Overwatch League. Um, there's very, I've, I've heard there's a lot of good plays, a lot of plays <laughs> of the game. Um, I heard that. There's uh there's a lot of pushing, um, a lot of pulling to, and uh, new friendships are made. That's that's my that's my take on it. I mean, for sure, for sure, there's some definitely some personalities uh in the league to watch out for. Uh, so that's that's our that's our podcast this week, right? Uh, I think so. I don't see so. Once again, you might be thinking, "What? What about earnings? This, who, who fucking cares? Everyone makes too much money, burn it all down, right?" Like, and, I, okay, so the yeah. so the, the gist of the earnings stories are they all make more money than you will ever make in your whole life. So that's that's the story. Uh, yeah, can, that's, that's, the story okay, that's, that's the story. Okay, that's the story. And and also, I have gotten back into Pokemon, <sighs> and it's bad. Stop! Please stop. I no 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 hold on a minute wait a minute we have one more thing motherfucker what? you bought the Overwatch League and you didn't even mention it the Overwatch League ticket the all access one I didn't get to make fun of you for it no oh. hold up roll back we're going back to the previous segment oh I see how it is you thought because I didn't care about the Overwatch League you love you would think I just let you slip by about oh, making fun God. of you for okay. it right okay, no enough. hold on I've gotten enough shit from you from buying cosmetics and destiny <laughs> that your ass has to get roasted for it just a little bit just a slight roasting on the podcast on air so everyone your friend and mine sadic paid how much was it for the overwatch uh league the all access ticket the all access pass is 30 dollars 30 us dollars 30 30 dollars which gutsy what skins in a private twitch room for people who care enough about overwatch like i don't know yeah 
you also get like Q and A if you want to like stick around for that. Uh, Did you ask any of your of your, no, your new? No, I didn't. No, I, didn't, no. Uh, I, I I bought it for. Okay, here, here's here's the secret. I bought it for the skins. Oh my god! I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find a new co-host for this podcast. Now taking applications, contact at twoshadesofbrown dot com. Oh. The only requirement is that you have never bought the Overwatch League All Access ticket past um, Service Pack Two thing. Uh. If you've never done that, then you are welcome to just be on the show because I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> and I guess that now is when you come in saying I spent a hundred bucks on a division, which uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. we're both canceled. <laughs> uh, I I I checked the other day. I got eight hours of gameplay out of the division. A hundred dollars for eight, eight hours. hours. It's that's not even ten dollars for an hour of gameplay. Lovely. I mean, uh, yeah, that's we've all made mistakes. I think it's just that's just how it is. I don't know who Tom Clancy is, and I don't think he actually does anything with the games or the books. Uh, but fuck you, Tom Clancy. That's all. That's that's all I have to say. <laughs> and yeah, so you can you can always contact us. Contact us Brown.com. You can find me on Mastodon at statingsafe at mastodon.zomacloud.com. Remember the question I asked about the game streaming services. If you if you use those, hit us up. Uh, Christian, go ahead. Um. Oh my god, I forgot what your master audience is name for a minute. Oh, wow. Josephide at tedforward.social uh, is where you can you can find me online if you want to preemptively block me. Please go there. <laughs> um, there's Twitter <laughs> at Josephide on Twitter if you want to see me retweet. Uh, I think I, nowadays I'm just retweeting memes. I've become one of those people. I'm on, I'm on my meme game. Um, I am a a memeologist and I am so sorry I said those yeah, words out loud. I'm just gonna, yeah, that's, that's just all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until next week. Bye. Bye.